welcome to another episode of the Mastered Mindset Podcast, where we bring you free-flowing fire conversations to help you with your personal development journeys. All right, we are back, guys. Welcome back to another Thursday. Um, yeah, hope everyone's doing good this morning. I have a guest in for you guys this morning, a pretty special guest who has been with us before. I'm going to introduce him in a second. Um, but yeah, guys, happy Thursday. Going to get into the sponsors first. Uh, we've got MTOR Apparel. Guys, make sure you check out MTOR for all your fitness and urban wear. These guys support us a lot, so make sure you jump on there and get yourself some gear to show the support and the love back, guys. So don't forget they got the um, promo code as well, discount code, which is Mindset10 for a 10% discount. So jump on there and support them, guys. We've got Nui Design Co. Guys, make sure you check out Nui, all right, for anything to do with websites, branding, uh, custom apparel, anything like that. Um, guys, he'll make your business look good and he's got the eye for design. So make sure you check out Trent. He'll, um, he'll look after you and he'll get your business looking fresh. So check out Trent and our newbie who's been in for a few weeks now. We've got Sunny Holt Off-Grid Touring. So guys, make sure you check him out. I've actually started seeing uh, a couple of... Uh, jacked up off-road Mazda 3s floating around now <laughs> since Campbell. No, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, but look, as we said, if you ever want your Mazda 3s souped up, <laughs> hit him up. But um, guys, anything for um, off-road, all right? And especially the main thing is the uh, the caravan storage. So um, if you know anyone that needs their caravans, um, you know, stored, because it's always a thing for um, having somewhere to keep your vans. Um, he's got the caravan storage. But uh, anything you need for off-grid, like he'll set up your four-wheel drives, your caravans, anything like that you need for just going completely off grid um no matter how minor or how major work you want done um yeah tyler will sort you out with that so check him out all the links will be in the show notes and in the instagram post so yeah check him out give him a follow and show some love and support guys all right into the episode i think this is episode 87 but i'm not sure so i'm not going to guarantee that so don't get put off if you hear me say 87 and it's not <laughs> but it could be but anyway we're in the 80s and guys i got a special guest uh he was on with us very early on uh we think it was i should have checked but it was within the first 10 to 15 episodes uh it was a pleasure having him on before he brought some beautiful energy to the room it was up back in the old studio um so we got him in here in the fresh studio um to bring some new energy in and really excited to see where he's been at at the moment always putting out the fire high energy content aiden Ghazi, the glute guru how are you brother Mate, i've said it before and i'll say it again how the bloody fuck <laughs> Mate, i'm fucking amazing and i've been pumped about today you're stepping in uh filling the shoes of gamble while he's away deep in the jungles of columbia right exactly now <laughs> right exactly um right. bro what better couldn't think of anyone better to have in here today so thank and you i'm for... bloody glad to be back bloody glad to be back <laughs> no thanks bro it's been man i was like i thought about you straight away yesterday i was like i'm gonna hit him up it's been a while um it'd be awesome to just check back in see where you've been at lately what you've been doing with yourself and and um, yeah, your uh, content, I don't know how, but you still continue to keep stepping it up with <laughs> the energy and the fresh <laughs> shit. I feel like your mind's just like, you're always thinking of new ways of like getting your message out. And it's always such a pleasure to watch, man. Like it's just, yeah, I always feel pumped even just watching just the shortest videos you put out is sick. And it's cool to see all the fresh sort of stuff that you're coming up with all the time. So I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it having me back. <laughs> no, Again, no if Gamble's ever, you know, often a 
trip in the jungle or whatever <laughs> else, give me a call. I'm, yeah, here. I'm here to step in because I, lo- I just love conversations, man. I love conversations. I love about. talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, we can talk about you. We can talk about me. We can talk about content. We can talk about business. We can talk about mindset. We can talk about whatever we want. Yes, bro. And everybody listening right now, you're coming along for the ride. Yeah. <laughs> for the ride's a buckle in, strap up because we're about to get on. We're going. Do we know where it's going? No. Nope. Are we going there? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit guys If you weren't already pumped You must be pumped now So Oh yeah man uh, <laughs> Oh yeah man Nah it's good man Where So first I'll tell you what First is I know I'm I know I'm the I'm stepping in as the, as the guest today But I'm happy for you to lead I, the way the bro The first Go question that I ask I'm gonna actually ask you a question How the bloody fucking heck are you How's everything going yeah, bro. I mean I, I was here I was here on the In the first 10 episodes It's been yeah. It's been a journey now We're up almost up to yeah. Almost up to 90 Clo- over a year. Clocking in yeah. the triple figures soon mm. uh, So how's everything going With With the everything with the master mindset, everything with yourself, uh, the connections you're making with people. Let's you could tell me, but I want everybody to be able to hear this so they yeah. can be uh, inspired by the journey of mm. fucking stepping into, I guess, the unknown at first, mm. and then just being consistent because that's what you've done. Yeah. And it seems like we were having a chat before. It sounds like you're loving it. Yeah. So t- <laughs> tell me and tell everybody. Give Thanks, me the guys. How the bloody fucking heck are you, man? <laughs> I actually I appreciate that a lot, and I love like yeah, love taking a bit of a different angle from time to time. So I love that you come in and done that, and I appreciate it, bro, too. So um, yeah, man, we started getting into a little bit before that, and um, and yeah, bro, it's been a journey, man. It has been a journey, and and it's been a while now, like we're over a year now of, of putting episodes out, and you know, and I'm getting over up to like six months now of being full time in this as well. So. That's been a journey in itself. Uh, it's had its ups and downs and its challenges and a lot of unknowns. Um, and like I said to you before, like that unknown man, what's helped me with that is just just flipping fear into excitement. Like yeah. I spoke about a lot of times before in here. And, um, and the thing about it is though, even myself knowing that and putting that message out all the time, I've got to keep reminding myself still because fear is always going to come up first with the unknown. It's just part of it. Um, but just so much fucking comes out of it, man. Like it's nuts. And I just, I've learned so much along this journey and I've learned that it's never what you think it's going to be. You yeah. know, you can have it all planned and, you know, and have the, the idea and have, you know, think that you know how it's going to play out with anything. It's always going to be different. You never know what's going to happen. And you just got to fucking embrace that because if you don't, you create resistance and you create problems and all that shit that comes with it. So I've just been really open, man, um, trusting the process, um, trying to, yeah, just be as open as possible, bro. And I've had a shift in direction like multiple times now where I think I'm heading a certain way, like I was saying to you before, and then something comes up and I'll be like, hang on a minute, you're actually supposed to be heading this way a bit. And I'm like, the key is trusting in that, not yeah. fighting against it and just be like, okay, sweet. What are you trying to show me over here? What are you trying to show me over there? Um, and just being open to that, man, it's been massive for me. Um, biggest things probably just been slowing down, like yeah. <laughs> really slowing down, bro. And just really just open to receiving whatever's universe is trying to throw in front of me. You know what I mean? And, um, but the connection side of things been massive. Uh, like I said, yeah. And is why I love this again, like coming back to you know, connecting with you again. Um, it's important, bro. Those connections, man, like making as many as possible. Like I even went to a, like a networking thing last night, uh, which was awesome. And that was something a little bit out of my comfort zone too. Haven't gone to something like that for a while, but felt a draw to it. It popped up as an event on Facebook like a few days ago. And I was like, you know what? It's local, you know, it was around marketing and, and networking and stuff like that. Which I wish was I cool. knew about it. I would have been there. Yeah, bro, yeah. it was cool. It was just on Fjork Road there at that creative fringe place. It's oh, there. you yeah, heard of that, that bro? Place, yeah. That place is unreal. And it was so good, right? Because I felt resistance come up first. I'm like, oh, I don't know how it's going to be. And I'm like, that's exactly why I'm going to step into it. So took the step to that. 
Man, it was fucking awesome, bro. I connected with so many cool people. It was a smaller, smaller kind of more intimate like um, kind of thing. Um, and it was just nice. There was about 10, 10 or 11 people maybe there. And just all like-minded people from different walks of life, which yeah. was cool. Um, everyone was interested in what everyone had to say. It was um, a lot of socializing in it. It wasn't so planned, which was nice. Um, I had pizza and a couple of beers as well. It was, it was nice just to be relaxed. And man, made some really, really good connections with it. Um, I've connected with the people who own the place as well because I'm like, I've felt a draw. Like, I want to run one of these myself. And I'm like, that could be cool as well. So now I'm like, going to do that. Bro, yeah, man. Going. 100%, bro. So this could lead to anything. And this is where it's so important of just being open to that and stepping into that unknown a bit more often. So, yeah, uh, man. And so, it's good. Mm. I feel like experiences like that, for example, where like, I feel like a lot of the time people, and I, I'm a victim of this myself, 100%, is when you try to, I guess, plan or you try to predict everything and you try to like, I guess, perfect whatever it is that you want to do before mm. actually doing it rather than just stepping into something yeah. which might be a, like you don't know what the what the outcome is going to be. But that, I guess, uncertainty, you then you can piece little bits and pieces together yeah. of like what you liked about it and then adopt it into what you do to yes. be able to keep moving forward. And really, it all just comes down to just relationships, like relationships yeah. and connections you can make with other people um, and, the, and the relationship, that I guess, that you have to, even to experiences, mm. you know what I mean, with those other people. And then the relationship that you have with yourself and inside your head. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that's going to allow you to either, I guess, receive or, or reject that, which is uh, rejecting things isn't a bad thing. Mm. Like, you know, I mean? we, you need to be able to prune out what yep. you want to be and what you don't want to be. Mm. Um, and back to like what you said earlier as well is, um, is that fear is just like that first response yeah, it for is. things a lot yeah. of the time. Um, and this, I guess, doesn't exactly directly relate to the to the creative fringe experience, but just with a lot of things in life, yeah. I feel like it's important to understand that we are conscious beings that feel like we have, like I guess, control over our lives and all the rest. But at the end of the day, really your body's really created to do two things. Mm. And at the end of the day, it's just survive and reproduce. 100%. You know what I mean? And reproduction is just an extension of, of survival that yeah. extends outside of yourself. Exactly. But survival means that your body doesn't really, like I don't think that biologically speaking, I don't think that your body is ever, or your brain or your circuitry is ever really pushing you forward to really explore and to go and like mm. find out all these new things and step into risks yep. and, and face your fears because technically if it doesn't know what's next, mm. it's going to be like, oh, wait a second, I don't know about this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's why we need to motivate ourselves to do things because it's almost like fighting your physiology mm. to go and do the thing that you know is exactly. probably the right thing to do. But that little voice of fear i fear is almost just inbuilt within all of us it is i think it's a part of human nature i think it's being able to i guess know that that's a big part of who you are but not necessarily like let it dictate what yeah. you are it's like like you said step into the fear mm. and be willing to just go with whatever whatever's going to come along your mm. way and and enjoy the ride and know that stepping into the fear of whatever it is that you might do also might not end up that yeah. great and that could also be That's the right. greatest thing to happen to you <laughs> as well because bad shit ends up fucking being good exactly. shit in the end a lot of the time yeah. not always and that's what like I love what you just said there and I want to just tap on the two main points that I got from that <clears throat> it's the awareness that that is our wired in response is fear to try to keep us where we are so just being aware of that but also um, being aware that it's not it's not there 
to limit you. Like you're allowed to step past that and that's the only way you're going to see what's truly out there and yeah. what's truly capable, um, you know, truly out there for you, for you to achieve. So exactly. like, so aware that, you know, that's your natural response to, to have fear come up and try to hold you back, but it's just an old an old circuitry yeah. from when we were in the, living in fucking caves. We're not living in caves anymore. So like you're allowed to step past that to see what is actually truly available to you. So, and you're not going to know unless you actually do that. So giving yourself the courage and then flipping that fear into excitement to actually go and do that then. Yeah. So the more you do that, and I love how you just actually tapped in before too. Um, thank you also too for giving us credit for the consistency of doing what we're doing too. Yeah. Cause that's a big thing too, being consistent with it. You never have all this shit figured out. You never do. It's the consistency of just getting better at it and just the building the awareness more and more and more so that you do get better at just being more aware quicker and shortening that gap <laughs> so that you don't procrastinate and don't overthink and all that sort of shit. I so. think, I think as well, like uh, it's uh, in, in regards to, um, in regards to like, I guess, overcoming the fear and stepping into things, um, you could look at it, I guess, from your from your perspective of, I guess, your physiology versus your psychology, right? Mm -hmm. So take the example of, I guess, training. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a trainer. I've been a, been a trainer for years and years and years, so I know a lot about training, but I won't ramble on about it. Mm -hmm. But essentially, your body is really always just trying to reach a level of homeostasis, mm -hmm. which essentially means uh, equilibrium of just be, having what it needs to be I guess scented. It's always oh, regulating. Yeah. If you need to, if you're, if you're, if you get cold, then your body's gonna get goosebumps to warm you mm. up. If you drink a lot of water, it's gonna pee. Whatever yeah, else, yeah. but you can relate that to I think almost everything in life, and that's exactly what happens with training. Is you make adaptations to the physical and the to to what you physically do with your body with the external environment that then mm. becomes a part of what you are. Yes. So if you go to the gym and you, it's, let's say it's your first week at the gym, you go down, you go, you lift the weights, whatever, rah, 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 you're putting stress on your body, physical stress. You know what I mean? And you probably had to motivate yourself to get into that because your body isn't like, oh yeah, keep fucking, <laughs> yeah, push this till failure. You know That's what right. I mean? That's like that mental battle. You have to be like, no, I'm doing this. Your body's screaming at you. There's that little voice in your head. Because again, it again, stop it, stop it. <laughs> you got to override to, that. We're wired to avoid pain. Exactly. So right. that's why, yeah. So that's another thing you got to override. Exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. And I love talking about pain mm -hmm. versus pleasure and using that yes. for motivation. But in in reality, is you need to just get yourself to the gym. You need to get the fucking reps. Mm -hmm. You need to get yourself into that uncomfortable position. You need to put that stress on your body, and then it's going to make adaptations exactly. because it's realizing, okay. Well, here's the thing. You can't do it once because that's where the consistency comes that's in. Right. And then now you've applied the consistency with it and you're continually making these adaptations because of the stress that you have on your body. And then over time, your muscle grows, not because it wants to, but because it has to, because you're forcing yourself into that environment. You're forcing that stress onto your body. So it makes physiological adaptations to build more muscle, build more bone density, build build more strength, build more everything. And you become a more resilient stronger, more fucking jacked and juicy person. <laughs> but I think that you can apply that exact same thing to things that you might be scared of with with life, right? Because 100%. at the end of the day, your body's just a fucking machine that works off very, very similar things in everything. And I think that we can adapt and extrapolate all of the life lessons that we have from the gym 
or from whatever it might be from business or into into your, your general mindset and well-being but let's say there's a challenge or there's something that you want to do and you're a little scared maybe it's making a business move or maybe it's a relationship move or whatever it might be and at first you kind of need to like rationalize your head and understand whether you're going to kind of step into that and it's scary at first, but then you expose yourself to it. You expose yourself to that stress and you realize, oh, it's not that bad. And then you apply consistency and you mm. keep doing it, you keep doing it. And then after time, then what was once a scary thing that was putting that fear in you is just a part of you, just who you are now. Exactly. And then it's a matter of just, I guess, continually kind of pushing that a little bit further and further because there's always going to be things that are going to be challenging you or there's always going to be things that are going to be, I guess, in your head saying, are you sure about this, mate? Are you sure about this? Because I don't want to die. I don't want to <laughs> experience pain. I don't want to whatever else. Because your body just, a lot of the time, wants to avoid painful situations. And stepping into the unknown and stepping into risk, uh, I guess risky behaviours that you know will, will not know, but you hope and assume are going to be having a, a cascading positive effects in your life in the future. But humans we live in the moment a little bit and we'd rather avoid that mm. that sticky situation that awkward conversation that risky presentation or whatever it might be yeah, yeah. No, so basically get the fucking reps in and out of the gym <laughs> be consistent adapt and then be the new you that's going to be scared of more shit in the yeah. future but you're not going to be scared of the shit that you used to be any, in the past <laughs> 100% and I, I love what you just said there that word adapt because that's what we do we adapt but then the problem is we get too comfortable there so then it's like something new comes along to challenge us again. And you're like, oh, hang on, like, that's uncomfortable. Like, I've already just sort of come from here to here. But it's like, how do you expect to grow unless you're going to be continuously challenged? Yeah. Like, I had a really powerful call with one of my clients this morning that I'm coaching. And I was saying to him, like, if you're living a life, if you're a life, if you have a life that you have a lot of challenges in, like, you know, for example, him, he runs multiple businesses. Um, you know, he's got a family, multiple variables, like, you know, where you can get challenged. You can either look at that as, you know, that can be like a bad thing. You're like, shit, like I've got, I get tested everywhere in life. Like I'm just get challenged. I'm not, it's not, you know, my circumstances are different. Like a lot of people say that it's like, you can actually look at that like that's just more opportunities for growth. Yeah. The more you get tested, the more things that challenge you, you're actually blessed over somebody who maybe works a normal nine to five, doesn't have much, you know, they might have a couple of things that test them here, here and there for the day. They don't have anywhere near as many opportunities to grow as you do if you're in a more environment where you are getting tested more. So look at it more like that rather than, oh shit, here's another thing. Oh shit, another thing. Like, of course that would happen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so what are you going to attract more of? But if you can flip it and be like, oh fuck yeah, here's another opportunity. Yeah. I'm going to overcome it. I'm actually not going to let this control me now. I'm not going to get reactive. I'm going to take my power back and be like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, and I said to him, we had an example this morning and you get cut off in traffic. Like he happens, gets him all the time. He fucking loses his shit. And he's like, he go, I go, lose your shit. That's fine. But then be like, ah, I lost my shit. Oh, that's okay, mate. You're a dick, but it's all right. Good day to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And send him off. Don't continue to curse and let it affect you and then drag it into whatever else you're doing. Like, except like the acceptance of it is so key. So critical. And then be like, yeah, that did piss me off, but it's okay. Yeah. Sweet. I'm going to let it go now because I, I protect my energy and I'm not going to let it affect the rest of my day now. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? So full acceptance of where you're at all the time. Awareness that you're getting better the more times you are aware of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're getting away from that reaction period. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're affected by this, you're going to be more in a reactive state and then the next thing is going to come along and piss you off even more. Yeah. And that's just going to lead to more shit that pisses you off. And I think that it's a hard thing to do. It's definitely, it a, hard, is hard. It's definitely yeah. a hard thing f for me to do. Mm. 
But um, is, I want to make a real point of that though. It is fucking hard. Oh, 100%. And it never, it never gets easier. You just get better at being more aware of it. It's easy to talk shit about it in, 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 a, in a podcast. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? it is. And yeah, be like, this is what you got to do, but doing exactly, it, that's yeah. the fucking hard shit. But you know that's know? where I want to take away the thing that it's, we're not saying it's easy, yeah. but it's just like you will, it's either one way or the other. You're either going to get pissed off and affect the rest of your day in a negative way, or you can accept that, yeah, this pissed me off right now, but now I'm going to flip it and actually be proud of myself that I'm going to let this go now and not let it affect the rest of my day positive outcomes always going to come from that way so it's like hitting that t intersection i'm going to let this affect me or like in this moment the first little bit's hard either way you go yeah but if you go the positive way after that initial period of feeling discomfort or stressed or pissed off it's going to pass if you go the negative way, it's just going to continue fucking pissing you off and lead yeah. into everything else. So, yeah, sorry to cut you off there. But no, yeah, that's fine, bro, that's that fine. Um, yeah. I actually can't exactly 100% remember where I was going with it, but, <laughs> but right. I was going to... I was just, <laughs> so, just so encapsulated uh, by, yeah. by listening to you speak. Yeah, hanging no, but I was going to take it back to, I think, like, I guess to that gym analogy again as yeah. well. It's like, if you have a challenge... Um, it, with your everyday life, who knows what it is? Maybe it's keeping your room clean or maybe mm. it's, uh, you know, not blowing up when you're in the traffic or maybe it's something you're working on uh, in your relationship or maybe it's just a challenging part of life. Maybe it's something that works, whatever it might be. If you're listening to this, you know what struggles that you have, okay? But they're challenging, all right? And I guess that in life, it's really easy, I guess, to kind of like run from those challenges mm. or to just, I guess, uh, or, maybe, or maybe kind of tackle them but not build that consistency with it. Mm. So I think that going back to the gym analogy again, like to be able to understand that things are all the same and you know it's a lot more understandable to know that if you go to the gym and you consistently put that stress and you, and you challenge yourself and you do that consistently, then over time you're going to adapt to that mm. and eventually it's going to become easier and easier and then that's great because that means you're getting stronger, but then you need to apply progressive overload to be able to yes. then continually challenge yourself more and more if you want to be able to adapt and grow. Mm. And I think that, I mean, for me at least, that's common knowledge. I'm a trainer. So if you don't, well, didn't know that, then right? that's, but that's the <laughs> fucking science. Like that's <laughs> yes. how, you can't argue there's a that. lot more to it. I yeah. mean, get, eat your protein, mm. whatever else, fucking yeah. this, that. But that is how you build muscle. That is how you grow. That is how you adapt. Take build muscle out of that, apply that mm. into your fucking Everything. life. And that is how you grow and that's how you adapt. It's a matter of just being consistent and understanding that life's supposed to be challenging mm. and understanding that you're supposed to feel overwhelmed sometimes, that you're supposed to not want to do the thing that you're supposed to be being consistent at. Mm. But if you continually do it, then eventually it's not going to be that hard. But in saying that, that doesn't mean that life isn't going to keep throwing you more challenges. And that's where I guess the progressive overload comes in. It's yes. like, you can't just like, because once you deal with one problem, I guess I guess at the gym, let's say you're deadlifting, you deadlift 60 kilos, your goal is to get three sets of 10 reps. You think to yourself, yeah, I did it. Wow, that was really challenging. For a couple of weeks ago, I could only deadlift 40 kilos. Wow, 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 wow. That's great. But then once you've completed that challenge, it comes up with another problem. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. How am I going to keep growing? How am I going to keep adapting? And I think that if you can... I guess take that mindset and then put that into whatever you might be struggling or whatever, whatever might be challenging you with your life, with your relationships, with your business, with your inner peace, your inner mind, whatever it might be, and accept it and follow the same, I guess, kind of protocol that gets you jacked mm. and get mentally jacked as well. Yeah. You get life jacked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the same shit and I love that. And like, can you just tap in what you mean? Like, I understand what you mean with like the progressive overload, but just for people who might not understand that analogy, like that's just like 
continuously testing or continuously raising the bar, right? Yeah, pretty is that much. what you mean? Pretty much. And, yeah. the, and this is, so again, th- to be honest with you, this is the number one thing which holds people back from getting results. Yeah. And I guess this is the number one thing, I'm, I'm glad that you asked me to, mm. to expand on this because I think this is the number one thing that holds people back from mm. everyday life as well, mm. is progressive overload is essentially just making things harder as you get better. Mm. So if you go to the gym and you are deadlifting 60 kilos for three sets of, of 10 reps, a lot of the time, people will go to the gym and they'll just continuously do that. Maybe they'll be consistent. Maybe they'll miss a week. Maybe whatever else. But they're, 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 doing, mm. they're doing okay. They've set a limit though. Hey, like maybe exactly 60 right. is their limit and that's where they stop. Exactly yeah. right. And I actually I actually remember, so uh, there was a girl who um, who trains at the beauty base. Her name is, her name is Rachel Bulky Bulky, if you listen to this. <laughs> I miss you. I love you. <laughs> but anyway, when she first came to the gym, right, we do this uh, We do this uh, thing called learn to lift. So we come down, we get everybody to practice all the lifts. It's mm-hmm. a big fun fun setting and all the rest. But the thing is, Rach comes in and I could tell she was actually like, she was pretty built. Like she had like, she was petite, but she had like a pretty athletic frame. I could tell she had trained. So I asked her, I said, all right, Bulky, what's the, I have you hip thruster before? She was like, yep, uh, of course. I hip thrust all the time. Okay, cool. I go, what do you normally lift? She goes, oh, I do 60 kilos, three sets, 10 reps. I go, awesome. This is 60 kilos on the bar. Let's see how many you can get. And then everybody was watching. So I guess there was a bit, bit more of an amp up. There was a bit more of that energy in the room, whatever else. And then she starts repping on out. She gets a 10. I go, keep going. She gets a 15. Keep going. She gets a 20. Keep going. 25. Keep <laughs> yeah. going. And she's 30 it. reps she got. So she like literally like fucking tripled yeah. what she had done before. Um, and she and it was, they were good quality reps, a nice hold at the end too. And that was that opportunity for me to be able to explain to them is that first things first is you probably got a lot in the tank that you need to actually tap into because you need to be taking yourself and challenging yourself before you can really even think about progressive overload. First, you need to understand that what am I doing and is this actually pushing me? Mm. You know what I mean? And you need to be taking it to that point if you want to be expecting to see results. The next step is then saying, okay, cool, now I know that this is challenging. How can I progressively make it harder over time? How can I progressively overload this challenge so that I can continually adapt? So if you were, oh, and by the way, bulky within the first, I guess, I think it was like maybe like three or four months, she was hip thrusting like 180 kilos. Wow. So we didn't just get it <laughs> to, to, to just to keep doing three sets, three yeah. sets of, 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 of uh, 30 reps at 60 kilos. Yeah. We made it harder. We made it heavier. Or we added more reps or whatever, whatever it is. So it's just progressively making things more challenging as your body as your body adapts because again your body is just trying to reach a level of homeostasis which is dictated by its internal and external environment so if you're continuously getting challenges put onto you your body is going to adapt to handle those challenges if you don't continually increase the challenge that's coming in then your body goes ah i've already done this before mm-hmm. i've been doing this for ages i've been doing this for weeks <laughs> So the beautiful thing about it is it's really not that complicated. Mm. Like in the gym, you, okay, I got three sets of 10 last week. I'm going to try to either push for three sets of 11 or 12, or I'm going to try to add two and a half or five Mm. kilos, or maybe I'll do an extra set or whatever it might be. And it doesn't even need to be a a day by a a week by week or a workout to workout. Just as long as progressively over time, you're, you're chasing improvement with your performance Mm -hmm. And your workouts are challenging you. That's by and large, like eighty percent of what you need to do mm. to be able to change your body. And I think that you're exactly right. It it adapts in exactly the same way with every other area of life. Mm. With every other area of life, it's just a matter of just letting your body get used to what's hard at the moment, 
then realizing that, and then realizing that if you want to keep moving, you need to keep challenging mm. yourself. You need to keep making things hard. And not to avoid hard because at the end of hard comes a fucking good. Mm, so much, good. so much comes out of it, and I'm like, I love it. And it's like, it's so. This is where it gets easy to explain to people using like the gym analogies and stuff for it because it's so explanatory. Exactly, I feel like everyone has at least some kind of gym experience, and if yeah. you don't, well, I mean, that's come right. on. And let's I think, get yeah, into it. and that's what one point I was just about to say too. I think you, you need to you need to be getting more active. I think if you're not already and like, you can always be doing more to consistently push yourself. You know what I mean? And it's like, and the, the thing about it, that overflows into the other areas of your life. You know yep. what I mean? It's crazy. And like, I think, and like I said, I think the reason a lot of people don't do this, like you said, it's just about those wired in, circuitries that we have that do limit us from pushing ourselves like and it's just having the awareness of that pushing past that yeah and then you see the results pretty quickly and then it's been like okay sweet and then being aware of that oh look i pushed it here and look at what i got out of it yeah now i can go a little bit more now i can go a little bit more and just being then the consistency comes into it you know what i mean so right and that voice is always always gonna be there always there and i'll give you an example of i guess a real life thing so uh i i was experimenting for quite some time um, to be to to embrace my inner night owl. So mm-hmm. you're 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 an early morning guy, right? Yeah, I like early. You, morning. I, yeah, I think, yeah. don't you, <laughs> are you over like three AM? You like gamble? No, I don't do three AM. There is nah, too much. I, I'm in bed by like. And I'm pushing if I'm going nine nine thirty, you know, yeah. like, and I like getting up early, embracing the stillness of the morning. So you're more of a night owl, aren't you? Oh, one hundred percent. I have been my entire yeah, life. Yeah. Going, to, I don't, I could not tell you the last time I went to sleep at nine thirty. If yeah. I did, <laughs> I woke up before twelve and I didn't sleep again. <laughs> but in saying that, I was experimenting for quite some time to, because um, uh, normally I would, I guess, on uh, for me, a regular night would be like I'm falling asleep between like uh, twelve and one, yeah, and right. then I'm waking up at about uh, between look. Six, seven, eight, anywhere yep. about, anywhere about then. But what I did was, I was like, I just feel like I'm a lot more groggy through the middle of the day, and I feel like I'm a lot more alert and I feel a lot more focused in the evening. So I was like, I'm just going to try to tap into that. Mm. So I pushed my bedtime back to deliberately go to sleep between like three and five a.m. Oh wow! And then I would still get my six hours sleep, but yeah. it would just be, everything would just be pushed back. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I actually really enjoyed it. It, yeah. actually, it was really good for a long time. But I think that I actually enjoyed it a little bit too much. Yeah, okay. To the point where, like, there were some mornings where I wasn't sleeping until, like, mm. 6, 7, 8, even sometimes 9 a.m. Wow. And, and then, yeah, it up? wasn't that great. So that's the backstory. Yeah. But bring it into now is I just – it was great, but I was like, mm, I need to change it up and I want to kind of feel like I'm a bit more normal again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if anybody else out there is a night owl, honestly, give it a go. Because it's not that bad, but yeah. just be careful. Don't don't take it to nine a.m. <laughs> did you find? Can I ask you a quick question about that? Did you find when you did it, you became a bit solitary? Uh, yeah, I guess you. I, there was. I kind of liked the quietness yeah, of yeah. it all. Yeah. But then there's times where it's like, wow, it's so quiet, it's so still, there's no distractions, and there's other times where it's like, fuck, I'm a bit lonely. Mm, you know. What I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, did you find it affected like you? say because you are very high energy i've ever seen your content like how are you showing up for you running your classes doing your content and all that like did, were you doing that during the night like filming the um sometimes yes sometimes no it just depends yeah, uh, okay. i push my training back into the evening which i'm still doing uh, at yeah. the moment as well yeah um but yeah i just i feel like for me uh distractions are a really big thing so like if, even for me like sitting in a room where there's just somebody else like if there's one conversation, it's going to pull my attention. Uh, yeah. And then when I go back to doing what I'm doing, I'm like, what the, what was 
are doing. So you do, you got to find that you got to avoid that when you got to. Yeah, that's why I was like, I want to do my deep work and at night where there are no distractions. And I just, I just genuinely just feel like I'm more alert, more Mm. creative and better at night. But anyway, it was a, it was a great run, but I am going to try to dial it back. So what I've been doing now is um, going back to be going to sleep between like 12 and one and then waking up. But what I want to be able to do is first thing in the morning, because I love getting out and getting in the sunlight. Mm. Like I have to do it. Yeah. I have to do it's it. It's so important for that sleep. And cycle. yeah. And I, and <coughs> I, I can, I may, maybe a little bit later we can touch on it about like all of the cascading effects mm-hmm. that, uh, that ha- getting bright sunlight on your eyes mm-hmm. within the first few hours, within the first half yeah, an hour, crazy. ideally of the morning can have. Um, cause I've been listening to a lot of Andrew Huberman podcasts. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. He's good. Um, but the thing is, is I, absolutely fucking love it every single morning yep. i go out i get my face on the sun i go oh drink it mm. in baby yeah. it is all gravy <laughs> getting my day started feeling all bougie <laughs> bit of stretching sometimes i'll skip in the sun i come home love i'm it. walking i'm feeling great have a nice cold shower yeah. Boom, coffee down the hatchet wow 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 what a way to start the day every single morning i wake up there's that little voice in my head that says, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. Don't do it. Don't you get up. Stay in bed. Hit the snooze button, mate. You don't want to do this. You don't want to yeah. do it. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I don't, I, I don't want to do it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, this is, this is, oh, I've got this battle in my head, this duality. Mm. I know that I love it, you but know there's everything it. in my head right now that's overpowering me saying, don't do it. Just be comfortable. Stay mm. in bed. You maybe get a couple of extra hours. Come on. But one little tip that I have to be able to overcome that is to be able to break down whatever it is that you need to do into smaller chunks. And here's the thing, especially if it's something that requires at least, uh, at least a moderate level of motivation or even something that you think is one step, but really it could be broken down into a few steps because if you're lying in bed first thing in the morning and you know that you want to get out and you want to go for a walk and you want to get that bright sun on your face because you know that it's going to make you feel so much better and all the rest. In that moment in bed, that voice is going to be there. And in that moment, you're thinking, I need to get up. I need to do all of these little bits and pieces before you actually get outside. I don't know about everybody else, but for me, it just takes me a little while to get yeah. going in the morning. It can be overwhelming when you're thinking about 100%. it. 100%. And it's like, I need to get out of bed. I need to, one, not hit the snooze button. I need to, two, get out of bed. I need to, three, maybe wash my face. I need to, four, maybe take some supplements or some coffee or whatever else it might be. Five, have a sip of water. Then get changed or maybe get changed first. Don't walk around naked. I don't know what your living environment is. Just be careful. Don't, don't upset anybody's feelings. But what I, what I like to tell people to do is to, instead of having the goal to get outside and exercise first thing in the morning or get your face in the sun. The goal is to get out of bed and have a glass of water. Because once you tick that goal, you're out of bed. Mm -hmm. And then once you've got that water in your system, it's going to start waking you up a little bit. And then the next step just kind of presents itself. So the overwhelmingness of maybe even, for example, same thing is like going to the gym is instead of saying, okay, my goal is to go to the gym, I don't know, every day this week or a few times this week, say that my goal is to, when I get home, to get changed straight into my gym clothes. You know what I mean? And then once you're in your gym clothes, yes. there's probably less resistance exactly. to to say, because not only is it going to be less resistance, but you're going to have that little level of pride being like, yes, I did it. I stuck to my thing. I'm in my gym clothes. And maybe the next step is take your pre-workout or have your pre-workout meal or whatever it might be. And you get those little ticks and those little positive, like, yes, I'm on the journey to doing the thing that I actually want to do. Getting that momentum going. Exactly yeah. right. And mini, like those little mini hits 
that can just give you that good feeling and give you that little bit of motivation and momentum to keep getting towards where you need to be. And then by the end of it, you're, it's, it's, it's a matter of like breaking it down into smaller chunks of motivation rather than the big chunk of all of it altogether. Um, I don't know. I feel like it works for me. Right. I feel like it works for a few people that I've, that I've helped out. It's so powerful and that's relatable to everything. And this is what I try to say to people all the time because we get overwhelmed by thinking about the end outcome. Like, you know what I mean? Or the end result and seeing that it's like so far away and we've got to do so much to get there. Yeah. And like you said, that can either be like the bigger goals that are a year down the track or that can even just be, like you said, getting out of bed and getting in the sun because you are, when you think about everything at once, you're creating a mountain in front of you of things that you're thinking about. Yeah. This is why we talk so much, me and Gamble, about just coming back to the moment, being present as much as you can. One little thing at a time, one little tick off at a time. And it's like, what it does, you touched on Andrew Huberman before, he talks about that as well. It's like, it's giving yourself those little dopamine hits in a row because that's what it is. You're getting dopamine released, right? Each time you, you do something that, you want to do and you get it done and tick it off exactly. and it's like but when you're thinking about the whole lot oh hang on i got to do this and then i got to do that and that and that and that and that oh it's overwhelming and you stop yourself and when you first get up in the morning that can seem huge just to be able to get from like you know and that's why i think a lot of people struggle to get to the gym and stuff like that too or to go out for a walk or something like yeah. because it's like oh to do that like you said i've got to do this 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 and this first and like ah. Oh. Just like get out of bed. That's yeah. it. Just tick that off. But I've been so big on it lately and I've always reminded myself of this too. Even when I'm walking around or doing anything, but it's been helping me a lot in the gym because I've been a little bit off with my training as well. Like for, for most of this year, it's been the longest I've been a bit out, out of my routine and stuff, but I've been okay with it. I've been yeah. accepting. I haven't been criticizing myself. I've just accepted that's where I'm at at the moment. But what's been helping me get back into good routine at the moment is exactly that. I didn't even realize when I go to do a gym workout, I'm thinking about the end of it. I think a lot of people do that. Like, I gotta go to the end so I feel good after it. Yeah. What I started doing, I'm just like one thing at a time. And I know you hear this a lot, like one rep at a time. One rep at a time. Don't even think about the next exercise. Don't even think about the next rep. I don't even count my reps anymore. I'm just like, especially when I do G3 classes, they're timed. You don't have to count. Yeah. They're gonna tell you when to go to the next machine or whatever. Right. So I'm going in, training. <clears throat> I'm being like, this feels great. One rep, that rep feels awesome. That feels good. Like think about what it's doing to my body and what I'm getting out of each one rep. I do it when I'm walking around to come back to present. One step, I'm focusing on my step. How good is it to be able to just walk? I've got functional legs. Yeah, They're moving. It feels great. Then I just look around, take in, start to get in touch with my senses a bit more. And I'm just like one thing at a time. I think, okay, yeah, I'm going to here and I've, gonna, I've got to go do this. But now I'm coming back to here. I'm heading in that direction. Now let's just do the steps to get there one at a time. Let's be appreciative and grateful for each step. And I'm going to get there if I just keep going that direction. Like we spoke about that before too. Like same with end goals. So many people get put off because they're like, they want to achieve a certain goal in life. Like, holy shit. Like, look how much I've got to do to get. That's going to take me forever. Most of the time, you probably got fucking so much more time in your life ahead of you. What are you, what are you in a rush for? Yeah. Take your time and just like put the things in, in alignment that are going to lead you in that direction and just enjoy that as you're getting along there. Because once you achieve that, then like you said before, you're going to want something else after that. You know what I mean? So don't, don't attach to the outcome or to the result. Like make the process more enjoyable. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, that's a pretty common thing you hear people say, but it's so fucking important. Like the process is actually very enjoyable and just trusting that you will get to where you're meant to be and where you think you're meant to be might not even be where you actually, what's meant for you. Things could change along the way. So if you get too fixated on that, you know what I mean? You might miss out on opportunities that are going to lead you in different directions along the way too. So just stay open, take one moment at a time 
and enjoy it as it comes. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Definitely. I think it's, I think that it's a, it's important to know that it's, it's a balancing act as well. It is. Right. Yeah. Like it's a balancing act because you, 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 you can't not plan or you can't mm. not have the expectations. They're going to be there. Yeah. So it's like having them there, but not being so not overly consumed yeah, by yeah. them. And I think that I just, I was just thinking as you were talking, going back because, I, and I, by the way, this is not, this is not facts. I'm not a fucking, I'm definitely not a neuroscientist, <laughs> but I really, I really do like learning a lot about the brain and neuroscience and behavioral biology and things like that. And I, from my understanding, it seems like the, how the way the brain works, we have like our limbic system and we have our cortex system. Yep. So essentially like the limbic system is a little bit more of our like emotional kind of primal kind of like natural responses to things. And it's non-conscious. Really. That's our so, more reactive state. Exactly of mind, right. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. And, and then our, our frontal cortex, Cortex is where we do a lot of our executive functions. So that's our planning, our organization, our thinking ahead, mm-hmm. our memory, things like that. Things that are the reason why humans are as evolved as they are. And it's the one of the, because we have like a much more, uh, a much more developed uh, frontal cortex. It doesn't even properly come fully online until you're about 25 years old. Mm. That's why kids are kids yeah, and they right. don't know how to plan. They don't know how to think ahead. They, they act irrationally. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think that obviously having the ability to have that executive function that comes from the frontal part of the brain is important because as a society, it helps us to be able to plan. It helps us to be able to think ahead. It helps us to be able to set goals, to be able to move forward, to be able to look back, to learn and all the rest. So I don't think that any of these things are bad, but I think that if you get too caught up in what's coming, if you get too caught up in being obsessed about that goal, whatever else is, I think that, even though it's a really powerful thing to be able to create a structured society that can move together and communicate towards a future outcome. It can also be really belittling if you, or not belittling, it can be really overwhelming if you get too consumed in those expectations, in those wants, those needs, those desires, those things that are kind of driving you towards the goal or the outcome. And also, I guess you're doing a lot of that rationalization in there as well. So I'm assuming, I don't really know, but maybe that's where where the insecurity kind of comes from because Mm. that is there to say that this is where I want to go, but then you're also assessing yourself along the way, saying, am I there? Am I moving fast enough? Am I doing this right? Whatever else. And I think maybe that's where that anxiety can all the rest can kind of come in. Mm. Whereas, and again, don't quote me on this. I'm not a fucking neuroscientist. Whereas I'm pretty sure that the limbic system is a little bit more of your just emotional response to things. And that really, a lot of the time actually dictates what your cortex is going to tell you to do. It's giving that the information to be able to make the decisions and then break them down. So I think that being in the moment for a a large majority of your life is very, very important so that we're not going to be able to, we're not going to need to, um, I guess, overanalyze things, Mm. but we can kind of more just instinctively respond, if that makes sense. Instinctively respond, but then also know that it's completely fine to be able to plan and to be able to organize and to be able to, I guess, um, have, have a little bit more structure, but not be not be consumed by that structure mm. and just know that being in the moment and just being i guess reactive or reacting um but still being able to have some kind of cognitive control over that um is an important way to be able to i guess have that i guess that yin and yang right that the ability to, to balance the uncertainty and just going with the flow with the certainty and needing to kind of know where you're going because you've set a date, you've set a goal, you've set a deadline, 
whatever it might be. I know personally, I'm, and you were saying before, we're personally a lot more, I guess, on the uncertainty side of yeah, things. Yeah. It's like, I'm just fucking in a boat. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm just in a boat and I'm just going off the ride. Going with the ride. Yeah. And somebody goes, why don't you grab, why don't you, why don't you grab the steering wheel? I go, yeah. ah, kind of just enjoying the view. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Bro, it's so good. I love it. Like, Gamble and I speak about this and it's like, you, you got it. You have to take the back seat sometimes. Like, and I think majority of the time you do. Like, there's certain things, obviously, you know what I mean? You got to be a bit more responsible with or whatever. But there's so much of life that is unknown. So much of it is unknown. And when you're trying to take the steering wheel too often, you're like, you're just fighting against it and you become narrow vision, narrow minded. And it's like, and then you don't see the things that are popping up and being like, hang on, just have a look at this for a sec. Have a look at that for a sec. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, so that's why I like it. So like you said, it's good to still have a certain amount of planning and be like, yes, I'm headed in that direction. And yeah, I think like that's what the outcome is that I think I want and what I think I'm headed towards and what, what I'm doing will lead to. But don't attach to it so that you do stay open to whatever else shows up. So yeah. like, because you don't know what's going to happen. Like I said to you before, like with what we're doing, staying in a state all the time where you're open to receiving, you don't know what type of new connections you're going to make. You don't know who's going to show up in your life. You don't know what type of, you know, you might have health issues or something like, and <clears throat> when you've got too much expectation on where you want to get to, all you're doing is setting up yourself for just multiple disappointments. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, you just got to trust that everything that shows up is meant for you. And it's like, it can sound a little bit reckless in itself sometimes, but I'm telling you, man, like when I'm really deep in that flow, I'm the most relaxed and the most at peace I'm ever in. Like, yeah. you just got to trust, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, go more into that. Like I like how you said about getting more instinctively, like more instinctive, like and trusting your instincts a bit more, and like that's what that's there for. You know what I mean? I think we ignore it too often. Like you know what I mean? These things come up, and we're like, oh, and it's like even even the other way. Like how often do you hear people say, oh, I've got a bad feeling about that? Like yeah. you know what I mean? And it's like, or you know, or you're feeling like something you're really drawn to, but you're like, oh no, nah, like because then the fear comes up, and you're like, I don't know, like it might go wrong. You know what I mean? It might also go really well too. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? So. It's just being open to all of that. And like I said before, letting it unfold for you, yeah. not trying to control it and grab the wheel too often, you know? So definitely. Yeah. I, and, and I feel like, I feel like it's also a good, a, a good caveat to mention that. I like that word. That's a nice. Caveat. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It's cool. that, it that sounds a, like, like a caveat. French wine so, so, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, sometimes I just say words. And I'm like, do I, I like do, I'm like, is that the right word? For yeah. me? <laughs> I'll do the same thing. But I do think that, I, for me at least, I think it's important um, to be able to, to to be able to understand that as much as it is good to just be in the moment and react instinctively or impulsively, uh, because I have ADHD and you were, did you you had ADHD when you were yeah. got diagnosed when you were a child as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm sure I still have it. I still yeah. see signs of it. And I say, I, it's yeah, not yeah. something you grow out of. No, to be no, honest with you, if right. anything, it gets worse. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I know that for sure in turn because I'm a bozo, yeah. an absolute bozo. I'm a great, I'm great. Uh, yeah, you, but, make, um, you make it work for you, but, but I'm a bozo. <laughs> but in saying um, that is I feel like, I guess I, I, I don't know too much about, um, I guess like, I don't know, like OCD or anxiety, but I guess that I, I, I kind of like to look at it as like ADHD is more on the, I'm living in the moment. Mm. I'm, I'm not thinking about any, I'm not thinking about any outcomes. I'm not really thinking about, 
um, a, a, any consequences. I'm not thinking of anything else. I'm living in the moment. I'm distracted by a, a wide variety of different things that could come my way. I'm very, um, I'm very open to anything that's going to pull my mm. attention from my environment. That sound, they all sound like kind of like good things, but also they can be also be very bad and very crippling because if you're not thinking about the future, you're not planning ahead, you don't have any, I guess, expectations or you don't have any, I, maybe not expectations, but maybe direction mm. to be able to organize your thoughts in a structured way that can get you in a step-by-step process to be able to get you to the desired goal. Um, that can also be quite challenging mm. well, as like well. you said it can be distractions right exactly right for me i feel like it's definitely distractions but more so is i feel like i don't have the ability to be able to I, i've got i feel like i have so much information and so much just like i guess knowledge and context and whatever you want to call it just like floating around in here but i don't have the organizational structure to be able to grab what I know and mm. put it in a step-by-step sequence to be able to move towards the desired goal. And I'm kind of envious of that, of, mm. of some people. People who I think, because I like to say there's a kind of a bit of a spectrum towards like ADHD and then maybe a little bit more towards uh, maybe OCD or anxiety or whatever it might be. And I apologize if I'm speaking about mental health and I don't know a lot about that, that kind of stuff. No, but um, but irrespective of, of, uh, of, the, of the names and the, and, the, and the labels of it all is I feel like people are either more disorganized and accepting of whatever's coming in the moment because they're not looking ahead too much or there are people who are kind of consumed by the future, consumed by the outcome and then potentially worried and anxious about what might happen or whatever mm. else might be because they need that certainty, they need that rigidity, they need that structure, they need to know what's coming next so they can take the next step and if it doesn't, then it's like, ah, it kind of gets to them. Mm. Whereas people on the other end of the spectrum are like, what was I doing? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going with it. You know I mean? And it can be a bit blase. And there's of, yeah. definitely pros yeah. and cons to both of those. Like I've had a lot of people, like even Gamble. Gamble was mentioned to me in, like in the past. He's like, why do you, he goes? He goes, you just like don't care about anything. Like, <laughs> like, not, not, in a, not in yeah. a bad way. Not in a bad yeah. way. He's like, bro, I just feel like you're always just like so in the moment and just yeah. so like accepting of what's of what's to come and it's just like you just you just kind of just like roll with it mm. and i'm like yeah like yeah that's that's that, that's me but at the same time that that's something that i feel like he uh in the past has kind of like wanted i guess a little bit more of but i've looked at him and been like bro you're so fucking organized mm. you're so disciplined like you so like you know where you're going you've got that direction so there's two sides to every mm. coin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And whatever I guess you've got, and, and maybe a lot of people are kind of smack bang in the middle, but I think that, again, that's why it comes down to understanding that it is a balancing act mm. of being like, yeah, I am very present mm. and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm very in the moment and I'm enjoying what's, what I do have, but at the same time, I'm not being entirely reckless and completely forgetting the fact that I am an evolved human being that has the ability to be able to look ahead and be able to take, uh, you know, I set goals and, and, and I guess have expectations of myself mm. to reach the outcome, but maybe not expectations on the outcome. Yeah. It's like put expectations on yourself and the discipline that you create and the habits mm. that you create, but not on the actual outcome. Make the discipline and the expectations about what you expect of yourself. That's right and about the habits that you can create that will get you towards the goal and most importantly, enjoying the fucking ride along the way. Start pedaling, pop a couple of wheelies, do a fishy fuck. 100%. And that's the thing, right? It's about like coming back to the moment again, like we said. Like that's all you've got. Like what you want, what you want ahead of you is created here in this moment. Like so yeah. – 
what else have you got? Like what what you're how you're feeling right now and what you're putting into everything right now is what's going to create the old that end outcome anyway. Yeah. So that's what makes it more important. And so the more you're enjoying it, the more you're going to enjoy the future outcome. You know what I mean? I was actually I actually thought of something this morning. Actually, yeah. I was like, what's the meaning of life? Yeah. And the answer is in the question. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And I think that you can you can look at that everything from a lot of angles mm-hmm. because you could look at that from a biological standpoint before of what I was saying like. All of your all of your basic instincts and everything that your body is built to do is survive and reproduce. Right. What does that mean? It means it's, it's surviving, it's not dying, mm. so it's staying alive, yeah. it's reproducing so it can extend life. Yeah, right. And I'm not gonna go on a tangent about all of that. Yeah, yeah. But again, same thing is I guess that what's what's the um what's the purpose of life or what's the meaning of life? It's life, then life is now. You know what mm. I mean? Like life is the ability mm. to be able to be here. Because it, yeah, it's moving forward. Yeah, yeah. you can remember things from bef- from the past, yeah. but that was just the other life that you were living, and now you're moving on this continuous journey forward. And it's important, I think, to be able to to be able to just yeah bring yourself back to that and understand that um, you just got to fucking roll with the punches yeah, and enjoy yeah. it. Well, yeah. it's it's like you said, it is that in itself. It's living and being, like, and and, and you can only do that now, like right here. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, I think, yeah, man, it's fucking so important. And I think it's just like you said, bro, like, you, at the end of the day, it's just acceptance, man. We're fucking humans. We're here. We're alive. Like, being grateful for that and just fucking making the most of it. Like, yeah. I had a mad conversation with somebody last night at that networking thing. And I was like, you think about, like... I like thinking about the things you take for granted sometimes like and it always brings me back to the moment because it's like you think about the day and age we're living in right now and what we've got access to it's fucking pretty fucking phenomenal man like it's crazy like and it can so easily be taken for granted and we think that we don't have opportunity because I hear people say all the time my circumstances are different this and that like I don't have much opportunity you actually do like everyone's got a phone like you can do fucking so much on your phone and it's like we forget that sometimes I think like, if you really want to make change, you can make change. Like, and it's just nuts, man. And like, that's what brings me back into the moment all the time. Just reflecting on that. Like, if you just rewind even 50, 100 years and look at what you had access to back then to now, you know what I mean? They'd be fucking laughing at us from up there. Like, the ancestors and shit, man. Like, 100%. are you fucking seriously complaining? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know what I mean? And so, like, I love reflecting on all that sort of stuff just to bring me back to the moment all the time. And... I think, man, sometimes we, we just do get fucking lost a bit. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Like, sometimes being lost is maybe what you need to be found. Like, you got to be lost to be found, right? Yeah. So, like, just embracing everything for just what it is and just trusting that the answers will come to you in some way or another. But I think when you get consumed by it all is when we we really get clouded and really get lost like properly because it's like we're not leaving ourselves open kind of like you've turned the lights off and like you know and then you're getting that fear come up of the unknown it's like you know oh yeah and you don't even realize how much opportunity you got around you you're just not willing to step into it you know what i mean so yeah yeah definitely definitely Uh, and i'm i'm the same i i get in those little moments where i'm like appreciating things that people take for granted sometimes like even just and sometimes people look at look at me silly i'm like isn't that crazy? Like, I'm speaking to someone on the phone right now. <laughs> and just, or even like a FaceTime. Like, the other yeah. day I, was, I just stopped. I was on a FaceTime. And I was like, this is insane. Yeah. Like, I can see your face yeah. in lifetime on my screen yeah. and you're 
miles yeah. away from me. You're, I can hear you, away. and there's not even a cord a cord attached to the, what we're speaking to. Like, <laughs> what the bloody fucking heck's going on here? This is insane. <laughs> but at the same time, I want to kind of connect that into what you said, maybe about like um, our people back in the day, our ancestors, or yeah, I yeah. guess uh, a, a less a, a less technologically advanced version of a human, right? Is they didn't uh, have. Uh, I guess, access to all of these things that could connect us, that could allow us to be able to, uh, I guess, think ahead, to be able to plan, to be able to make big buildings and think about all the infrastructure and create a content calendar (laughs) where you need to think about what am I going to post over the next few weeks or whatever whatever it might be that you need to... Well, you need to really think ahead, right? And I feel like, um, I guess, they would be... Uh, and I don't know. I haven't spoken to them in a while. <laughs> Oi, boys. No, I'm assuming that they would be a lot more in the moment because that's what they need to do. That's all they have, that's right? right? Like there is no extension. There is no connection. There is no expansion. There is no thinking too far ahead. Um, there's just surviving the moment, right? Mm. And, and 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 having a fucking fun time with the clan. Mm. But as humans, uh, I guess, technologically evolve... Yeah. Um, that I, I don't, I, I mean, I, our, our brains, I don't think, keep up with the technological advancements that we've been having over the last like, yeah, 50 yeah, years or right. so. So it's like, it's cool to be able to have all this technology that at our disposal that allows us to be able to really do really cool, incredible things. But maybe that's also something that's uh, increasing that anxiety or that, uh, like, even though it gives us the ability to be able to, to do all these positive things with that might potentially come a negative of being like, I have all of these tools to be able to help me connect, plan, uh, you know, think ahead, set goals, whatever it might be, run my business, build this building, whatever. And all of that really exists in thinking about the future and where you're going. Mm. So potentially maybe the technological advancements that we're having are pulling us more away from that instinctive be in the moment, be here right now. Um, so I think that, that I, honestly, I think that's one of the most important things about it. just getting out into nature every now and then oh, and yes. just being, <laughs> just literally, like just stand in the sun, just get your feet on the grass, mm-hmm. just make it a habit to just connect and keep your phone away from your and I know it sounds a bit wee-woo and a little bit fucking hippie, you know what I mean? Hug a tree, I don't give a fuck, do what you gotta do, I don't care. But you just feel better, you just feel connected mm. and it just feels like a nice moment to be able to just do nothing, mm. you know what I mean? Other than just enjoy mm. the earth. You gotta embrace that, man, as much as you can and like we'll, we'll start to wrap it up in a sec but I just wanted to touch on that. I've just saying to you before, I've been connecting so much with nature like lately and I know I've always drawn to it. Like, and we're so blessed to live where we are, like right at the foot of the mountains. We're like 10 minutes drive and we're in the bush and we can go on hikes and whatever. It's beautiful. Um, And man, it's just crazy, bro. Like I've been out in the bush like twice this week and just gone out there, done some meditation, a bit of breath work to myself. And I just sit there with my senses and just take it all in and listen to the sounds, feel the breeze on me. And we don't disconnect enough, bro. <laughs> like we don't do it. And like you said, we're in a we're in a like a period right now of life where technology's all around us, everywhere. We've always got our phone in our pocket. Like I know we talk about this a lot, but it's like it's so important, bro. Like I just had my retreat last weekend and people just got so much out of it just by being disconnected. It's out it was outside nature doing all these practices for yourself, getting in touch with your inner child through playing a few games and stuff like that. And like 
you don't realize that's our birthright to be amongst that shit. And 100%. we don't, we don't do it enough at all. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I'm trying to do more of this stuff now. And it's like, I had all this stuff come to me yesterday while I was out in the bush. And it's like, I'm going to start putting more of these things together. And like, I want to start getting people out more like that. Like I'm going to start putting together some, like some hikes and things. And like where we go out and, and get more involved in doing meditation and breath work as a group and a bit of journaling practices and some reflection and stuff like that. Like, I'm going to start putting together some some things like that maybe every fortnight or whatever um, and just to get people more in, in tune with that and more in touch with that because it's the it's how you bring peace and clarity into your life. You know what I mean? Big We're time. always looking for direction and always like wanting, wanting clarity and wanting to know what's next and this and that. That's how you do it, by disconnecting. But we tend to go the other way because we, we go searching for it and get on our phones and like, you know, and we're looking for inspiration and all that sort of stuff. But And it's it, so easy and so accessible. It is. And, that's the problem. Yeah. And it's like, it, it takes effort to get in the car and drive out to the bush. Even literally <laughs> to get off the couch and go outside. And just go like outside. Your body's got two yeah. options and it's an energy preserving machine that exactly. wants to just fucking survive and just... <laughs> and just conserve energy you got two options one am I going to pick up my phone yeah. and look at this thing and get just some instant gratification yeah. or am I going to stand up am I going to put my shoes on am yeah. I going to get dressed am I going to open outside. the front door walk out? thinking outside. about all the little things again yeah Every, exactly yeah. right exactly right so it's very easy to jump into that that mm. instant uh, that instant hit of gratification yeah yeah but um but yeah just one more topic that I wanted to touch on yeah yeah go um, ahead. is like you mentioned um, how uh, getting outside, it's like what we're kind of made to kind of mm. like be around it is. and how our devices and everything else can kind of like, and so I guess more more evolved civilization or whatever you want to call it. So I had a really a really cool moment when I was over in um, over in Fiji. Um, I was over there for, with, um, with my ex and um, we stayed a few nights on the coral coast. And then we stayed a few nights in the actual like uh, in the actual city mm-hmm. of I think it's called Suva I believe, and on the Coral Coast you're out there and there's like you know there's nice um, hotels and stuff that are kind of on the water but that's actually out with where all the villages are and these people were living in like I guess if we were to see it we would say poor living conditions all right they're just like little concrete houses. Mm-hmm little villages they don't have much i'm pretty sure they go out and they're like hunting for their food and all the rest but i can tell you right now the first few th- the first few days i was there th- i was surrounded by the happiest most peaceful most joyful people everyone's yelling out to me on the side of the street bula bula mm. i'm thinking to myself it's just because i'm a white guy yeah. you know and i'm a tourist oh, and I'm, 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 like a, I'm a palangi you know <laughs> what i mean but then i see them they're doing it all to each yeah. other as well it's just so much love and just so much i guess connection mm. and with the community right but there's one thing that they none of them did have, and that was a lot of, I guess, technology or yeah. a lot of the niceties of life, yeah. right? And then well, that was the first three nights we were there. And then I went over, we went and stayed in, uh, in Suva um, because her sister was there and that's who we were visiting. But anyway, look, it, over in Suva, it's not like it's a, it's not like it's like Sydney, but it's a lot more of a, mm-hmm. uh, like a, it's, it's a, t- it's a town. It's, it's their connected. city. Yeah. They've got their <laughs> shops. They've got a Macca's. They've yeah. got like, everyone's working. They've got buses going around. They've got the markets. It's, it's all there. You know what I mean? And it's very much just like, a, a, I guess, a, I don't know, Penrith, but I guess a, a Fiji version of Penrith, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I get in there. It's about a two, two about a, maybe like a two hour bus ride in. And wait a minute, where's all where where are all the bullets? Yeah, where, yeah. Why isn't everybody saying bullets to me? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone's sitting on the buses. They're there. They're on their phones. Nobody's talking. Nobody's connecting. 
everyone's, I guess, kind of just, I guess, a little bit more consumed in, I guess, that rat race kind mm. of thing. I don't know yeah, if, that's, yeah. if that's the right way to look at it. But they just, it just seemed like it's very, I mean, it's very hard from the outside to just look at those situations and say, these people are happier than these people. Yes. I don't think that's right. No. But I think that there was a very clear and very distinct difference in the way that they expressed themselves mm. and the way that I guess I perceived their overall joy and happiness mm. from the outside looking in because these people have a lot less at their exposure. They yeah. have each other. Yeah. They have a roof over their head. They have the land that's around them and the, and the, I guess the connections that they have and the tourists too, they can say, Bula, to yeah, yeah. Uh, say, motherfucker, have yeah. Well, cacker. that's all energy, right? Yeah. They're sharing the energy around. Like. But, but on the other end of it, it's like these people, they've got their phones, mm. they've got their jobs, they've got their transport, they've got their everything. Mm. And again, I'm not saying that they're unhappy, but it just seemed yeah. as though there was that vibrance of life wasn't really in them mm. as much. They're more consumed in all that. Yeah. But the funny <coughs> thing is, is I can tell you right now that I feel like if you were in that village, you would probably be thinking to yourself, man, I really wish I had a phone, man. I really wish I had a job, man. I really wish or whatever else. I don't know. Maybe you would, maybe mm. you wouldn't. But if you were, you know, on the other end of the side of town, which is literally a two hour mm. drive away, then you would probably be like, man, I wish I just had more inner peace, man. Mm. I wish I had better relationships and better connections and all the rest. And so yeah. it's always understanding that whatever you have, whatever you want, there's always the flip side that's of it. Right. Like, and uh, and, that, and that's, not, that's not good or bad. Mm. It's just always looking at, um, I guess, understanding the tools for what you have exactly. and being able to direct your, I guess, attention to uh, whatever it is that you kind of need in the yeah. moment. But yeah. Bro, I love that, man. And I uh, actually went to Fiji with my son a few years back too. And I did the same thing. We went in the villages and that, like yeah. up near the coast. It was fucking beautiful. It was the highlight of the trip. And um, I think that's what it is, what you just said. It's like, you can't avoid it. We live in this day and age right now. We're in an age of technology. And it's just going to get more and more and more, like built up with t more technology, right? You can't avoid it. But yeah. I think we need to cross those two over a bit more often. And that's what oh, I said I about just taking the effort. If it is just on a weekend, occasionally just getting out, you know, in nature. And like you said, but you know, if you don't have that access to it, just getting outside, like you said, being intentional about just getting out in the morning and getting some sun on your face or whatever. Like, you know, like even you like, we live, I live in an apartment here. You know what I mean? And it's like, six stories off the ground. Yeah. Like, unless you're intentional about that, you're never getting grounded, never like getting the sun on you or whatever. That's like, exactly you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. got to make an effort for it. Like you said, but it's just so important. Like you just get so much more out of it and you feel more vibrant, more uplifted and all that sort of thing. So it's either, you, you just got to make the effort to get more back, you know what I mean? For yourself. And it's like, that's where it comes to like life. It, it takes effort to be happy and to be fulfilled and for all that sort of stuff. And you just got to need, you just got to want to do it. Like, yeah. you know and if I mean? you struggle with it, just like <laughs> fucking start small, like start 100%. small, like literally, even if it's your goal to get outside within the first half an hour, of, of uh, waking up and you don't necessarily, like don't even think like, oh, I'm going to have this big morning routine. I'm going to do whatever mm -hmm. else. It's like just your goal is maybe get up, drink, drink a glass of water, get outside and for five minutes. Yep. And that's it. Once you're out there for five minutes, if you have the time mm. to stay out there longer, you're probably gonna eventually want to gonna, gonna want to naturally start to kind of build on good. that. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna enjoy it. You yeah. just need to get out of whatever it is that's holding you back from that resistance of mm. getting outside. And it sucks so much that we live in a time that we need to we need to remind people, yeah. hey, 
Get outside of it. You had any sunlight on your skin in the last fucking twelve days? Uh, or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, have, have, you, have you have you have you been outside at all mm. today? You know what I mean? Which I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's something that a lot of people face, and it's not any. It's not necessarily their fault. Like maybe they wake up early, they get on the train, mm. and then they go to work, and then they're in their their office all day, and then they get the train back, and then it's dark by the time they get home. Mm. So, I mean, everybody has a lot of different circumstances mm. to uh, to I guess consider. But it doesn't like maybe it's not an everyday thing. Maybe it's maybe it's one or two days out of the week where you've got a bit of extra time in the afternoon, right. and you just you just dedicate that time just to get outside and not do anything, but just right, be there. You've got there. those little moments everywhere. So even like you said, even people who are like that, um, when you're walking back f- from the office to the to the train or whatever or yeah. whatever, just even like you're outside for even that second, just rather than rushing to where you're going, like straight there, just stop for like ten seconds even. Just take a breath and just look around and take that in for a second. If that's yeah. all you've got access to, that's it. But at least you've like been intentional, f- like for yourself. You know what I mean? And just giving yourself just that little moment of like, hang on, I am in. A, I do live in a rushed like life. You know what I mean? My life is rushed. I'm gonna stop here. I have control to stop right now, and I don't have to rush to the train right now. You know what I mean? And just wherever you get it, like I try to keep people aware of that all the time. Whenever you can get a minute or so, any time throughout your day to just take a few breaths and just take in your surroundings, even if it's for 10, 30, 20 seconds. Yeah. If you do that as much as possible when you can, that will build up over the day. You know, you might have done that five, six, seven times through the day. You might have got five, ten minutes through the day of just having those moments and it's just a little bit of a reset for yourself. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's important, man. I'm aware um, of that all the time to get take that in. I'm big on that too. Big on that too. I've got I got two things that I kind of do. One is oh I guess three. One is just actually just 15 meditation uh thing. It's just literally it's yeah. on um it's on uh, YouTube. It's Alan Watts, who's like my yep. favorite philosopher. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, maybe we can put the. Well, maybe I'll put the link of, yeah, the, of, yeah, the, of the video into in the show notes. Yeah. That's, that's what they say in the podcast. God, I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> Full yeah. podcaster. Watch out, Joe Rogan. We come for you, bro. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> that's that's if I've got a little bit more time. Yeah. Right. And I, I really do. I really do enjoy that. Um, and I, I do think that, that that particular, I guess, audio is I think really good for anybody who maybe hasn't really meditated before and they yeah. want to maybe give it a go. Uh, Cause it's a bit of a guided meditation, but the way that he speaks and the way that he kind of like, I guess, directs you to um, help you with your attention and, and, and how to focus on just being there and not really like not, not worrying mm. about if you're thinking, but just being there yeah, yeah, and yeah. just not that, doing yeah. anything. And for me, that helps a lot when I'm feeling very frazzled, which is very often the other thing that I'll do, which is again, to try to kind of like bring me down. If I have a little bit less time is I do two deep inhale. So you go in and then, and then, a bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah. and I'll do that maybe like anywhere between like 10 to 15 times, maybe 20 if I'm feeling crazy. <laughs> um, I got that one from Andy Huberman as well. And this one as well, I got from Andy Huberman too, which is, this is different though. This is yeah. less about, I guess, relaxation and slowing down and more about actually increasing your alertness and your focus to actually move towards a goal. So I think this is a really good segue into understanding that sometimes mm-hmm. you do want to unwind and be in the moment and be more of that meditative state and be open to whatever's happening and observing but sometimes you do have a direct goal and you need to be focused and you need to pin like down on that yourself towards it yeah. so there's studies that they had right because we're very visual we're very very visual creatures like uh, so much of the brain is dedicated towards interpreting visuals uh, visual sensory so uh, and also we have audio as well, right? So we can we have we can listen to stuff. So I get my headphones on. I listen to uh, binaural beats uh, at like forty hertz or whatever else it is. Mm-hmm. You can just find that on Spotify. Yep. Um, and then I've got this white 
uh, background that I made in Canva and it's just got a tiny little black dot. Mm. And I look like probably one of the biggest freaks in the world <laughs> when I do this. <laughs> All right. So literally what I do is I listen to those binaural, binaural beats and I stare intently yeah. at that tiny little black dot and I just stare at it and I just breathe and I just, and I'm blocking anything and everything mm. out and I'm just looking at that thing and looking at that target because visually if we're looking at something and we're looking at a target or we're looking ahead, like say for example, you were like shooting like a bow and arrow or something like that, or you were throwing something or whatever else you're distinctively looking at like that target. small point of target mm. and you're narrowing your focus and your, your body is going to be able to neurochemically react, uh, react to that where you get more norepinephrine, you're getting a little bit more dopamine. You're going to be able to zone in on that. So I'll do that for about 20 breaths. And then I get stuck into work. It sounds weird. It no, sounds no, crazy. Like it. But I'm telling before, you, yeah. it fucking works really, really yeah. well. Yeah. Really, really well. Yeah, no, I love that. I've heard of those sorts of practices before. They're actually really good. I've got a thing in my room, actually, that we got from um, Darren, who's a spiritual healer. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there's meditations that you do with that as well, where it's like focusing on one point like that. And yeah. So it really gets you focused, man. It's you crazy. really, and honestly, yeah. I really do feel like mm. after after about maybe like 10 breaths, I would say about maybe like 30 seconds or so, you just, you can, you can feel this sense of just like, like, well, right, okay. what are you actually doing while you're doing that? You're focusing, right? Exactly so right. what's it going to build more exactly like focus right. when you come out of it? So yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm really, I'm, I'm really enjoying, um, yeah. Learning, learning about you, how we can, how we can use our physiology mm-hmm. to be able to direct our psychology. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably one of the most important things is knowing that you don't have anywhere near as much control over your thoughts as you would like to think. Mm-hmm. You like to think that you are a free agent who has all of these conscious decisions that you're rationalizing and choosing and all the rest. But when you're in, when you're in a fucking shit mood, <laughs> go ahead, think your way out of it. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Cause there's those pummeling thoughts that just fucking yeah, push. Right. No, shut up, mate. Yeah. Oh no, shut up. Or if you're overwhelmed and you're trying to get organized, mm. it's just almost sometimes makes it worse. Mm. But if you can't, or I'm not going to say you can't control your thoughts, but if it's very difficult to control your thoughts, when you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed or whatever it might be, then yeah, that's hard to control your psychology, but you can control your physiology. physiology yes. You know what I mean? You, there's a lot of tools and practices you can do. And maybe it is just getting up and going for mm. a walk to get a bit of that's mental clarity. That's why the clarity. breath stuff's so or important too. breathing or staring yeah. at a fucking dot right, listening yeah. to the yeah. binaural beats <laughs> looking like an absolute freak. Do what you got to do. do have a cold shower. Cold shower. Yeah, have, some a, the same. Have, some, have a coffee. Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, shift your physiology. Like I call it like shifting your state when you're in those those sort of states, you know what I mean? Because it is, you're, you're just caught in a, like you've almost got like just this energy surging in your body and yeah. you're overwhelmed. You can't just shake it. You can't just like change it. But you, like you said, you can change your physical. You have control over that. Exactly. So, Sometimes then, I'll literally do that. I'll, when I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed, I'm yeah. like, oh, I, yeah. I feel like I've got this like pent up energy yeah, and yeah. this pent up like, just yeah, overwhelmness. Yeah. I'll just literally, I'll just start doing star jumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star just jump, jump around. 20 yeah. star jumps, 20 high knees. Do you, know what, I, do that do you know what I did the other day too? I love doing that. And so one of my biggest ones for shifting my state, if I'm at home, drop 10 burpees fast as I can in the cold shower. Yep. Straight in. Man, that shifts your state every single time. I've spoke about it before. But I heard on the podcast the other day too, um, uh, have you heard like the, where you can just fucking yell into a pillow? I did it the other day and I was like, cause I, and like, first of all, it's accepting when you're not at peace. I saw these posts, right? It's fucking stuck with me a few weeks, a month or so ago now. And it said, when you're not in peace, just having acceptance that you're not at peace can, will will shake it for you a lot of the time because it's like, yeah. And that's what I said to you. 
getting cut off in someone in a car or this or that. Like, I feel f- that fucking pissed me off. And it's okay. Yeah. Like, just fucking let it out. Like, Tony Robbins even does it. Fucking, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Tony Robbins has a thing where it's like his 90 second rule, where it's like he be in his car, someone's pissed him off or he's feeling stressed, fucking crank some music up and he'll just fucking scream yeah. for 90 seconds. Yell out, swear, fucking hunch the air, whatever, bro. And it's like saying, I did it the other day and I like, was just fucking, I didn't even know why I was in it. I was just feeling fucking off and, and stressed. And I was like, I felt like I just needed to outlet, like have an outlet. And I did yeah. it. And I just heard that thing about the pillow. I went into my room. I just fucking screamed as loud as I could into the pillow. And I was like, instant. I was like, shit, <laughs> that was good. And then like, you know what I mean? And moving your body, jumping around. Like hit Tony Robbins again, he does the thing where he jumps on it. He takes a little fucking trampoline with him everywhere. <laughs> fucking jumps around on it. Moving yeah. your body. But yeah, so anyway, we could fucking get deep into all that shit. But yeah, one, one, yeah. Of, one of the things <laughs> that I do as well is I actually like to, when I'm, when I'm feeling a little bit sad or a little bit overwhelmed or yep. a little bit more on the, I guess, depressed, lazy kind of mm-hmm. side of things, I actually try to tap into anger. Yeah. And I know that maybe that might sound like, why are you trying trying to be angry? But it's like, I feel like being sad Mm. is a non, it's, or or feeling overwhelmed or feeling lazy or depressed. It's not a very uh, forward moving emotion. Mm. You know what I mean? It's very placid. It's very there. It's very, it's very like, uh, I'm not moving forward or I'm taking action. Being angry, getting angry about something. Mm. And it's an active state. It's yeah. exactly right. I'm like, I'm fucking angry about mm. this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking do something about <laughs> yeah. it. So, one thing that I actually have done a couple of times. Here's the thing: a great way to get angry. Listen to fucking heavy metal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Listen <laughs> to some death metal. Get yes. some fucking get. Some, yeah. Uh, maybe maybe we could, we can link some of my playlists in the yeah, show notes yeah, if you want to get angry. Yeah. But um, one of my favorite things is actually having a cold shower when I'm really feeling like like oh, there's a song by Killswitch Engage. It's called This Fire. Yeah, yeah. And it's just got a real good build up. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. but anyway. Like so the lyrics about it, because I, I really like connecting to lyrics as yeah. well. So I'm in the shower. I put this song on. At the start of it goes, let's go. Yeah. Anyway, but then but then the, the, the lyrics are very much about like, even through the darkest days, this fire burns always. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and again, all that. of the all of the lyrics are, across the whole song are very connected to the message of shit gets hard, yeah. but I'm never giving up. Mm. And it's like, that's a really nice way to be able to experience that anger and just get some mm. of that energy out. I like that, yeah. Have a cold shower and be like, <laughs> yeah. but also at the same time, really connect to those lyrics and be like accepting of the moment. It's like, you know what? Even through the darkest days, mm. like maybe right now, it's not the darkest days, but I'm overwhelmed and I'm finding it really hard to focus and I can't direct my attention and I'm just like, ah, I need to fucking do something. Mm. So get in the shower, put some cold water on, scream about it, accept it, mm. and then accept that you're never going to fucking give up. Mm. It's going to get hard, but you're never going to fucking stop. That's right. And you just have to fucking be accepting, but then also never stop taking action. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. And you're fucking alive. <laughs> and you're like, and it's a blessing to even feel that. 100%. Every emotion has a purpose. It comes up for a reason. So rather than fighting against it, fucking step into it yeah let it fucking play out so and stop criticizing and judging yourself when that sort of shit comes up because you're never gonna have it all figured out i'm sorry no matter if you're the fucking biggest zen master in the world you're fucking always gonna have challenges still you just get better at become more aware of it that's it so and like you said every emotion has a purpose Mm. right and i think that it's very easy for people to try to avoid 
pain, right? Mm. We always and try to avoid those negative emotions. That's the problem. But exactly they're coming right. up as a release, like you said, and doing those physical things sometimes, that's what you just need. Yeah. Just to release it a bit and let it let it play it run its course. Exactly. I feel like people are always either trying to move towards pleasure yeah. or away, or away from, from pain. pain. Yeah, that's what but say, then yeah. there's also short-term pleasure, long-term pleasure, yes. short-term pain, long-term pain, yeah, uh, yeah. and long-term pain. Short-term pain is, I guess, going to the gym, doing the mm. thing that you don't want to do in the moment because you would rather have the short-term pleasure of staying on the couch or scrolling through Instagram or whatever it might be. And then on the flip side of that, going through the, uh, going, accepting the short-term pleasure and staying on your phone and scrolling, whatever else, eventually is going to lead to long-term pain, which is the, the placidness of your life and the, and whatever else that Mm. might be a consequence of not taking action Mm. in the moment and going through the short-term pain. But, what I think that is important for people to be able to do is look at pain and, and pleasure as motivating factors. Mm-hmm. Because again, if we are making decisions in the moment and we are making emotional decisions that are kind of like dictating our response with things and in the moment you don't want to do the hard thing, right? Because it's like, uh, can't be bothered. That's painful. I don't want to have to go through that. I'd rather just relax or whatever else it might be. If instead you can start to actually envision either one of the pleasurable future that it will bring if you do the action, or what I think is actually more motivating is envisioning the painful consequence of not doing the thing, then I think that you can start to be able to actually have a little bit more of an ability to be able to move forward. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I say taking action towards uh, towards thinking about the pain is because Again, humans are built to want to avoid pain. Mm. So I think that even though it's really great to be motivated, it's really great to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, if I do this, I'm going to get this reward. Or if I do this, I'm going to be this beautiful, great hope, dream, mm. want, wish that I've always wanted to be. That's great, but it is a dream, a hope, a want, and a mm. wish. And yeah. that's something that's in the future. But if you can be in the moment and consider the consequences of not taking action and think about how bad things will be and think about the things that you're already experiencing that are going to get worse, Mm. then I think that people are going to be more motivated to move away from that painful situation to avoid the fear that is that that they that they have in the moment because they they thought about what it will be in the future Mm. because it's going to be very similar to where they're at now Mm. but it's just going to be on a prolonged period so that i think that if you can like imagine the worst version of yourself who doesn't do the things you Mm. know you should do and then think about that person being a lazy slob when you have the challenge of being like should i do the thing i know i should do or should (laughs) i not then I think that that's a pretty powerful way to be able to get you off the fucking couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. That was a beautiful way to wrap it up. And it sums up what we've been speaking about. Fuck, you got to just embrace the challenges. Yeah. Fucking that's it. Like, and it's just, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I can't, I can't even add to that. That was beautiful, bro. But like, I like to say that you can either be, I, I, don't, I don't know what, at what level of swearing can we, can we have oh, on it? Do what you want. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> so within the business, I like to, within like the, the glute guru brand, I like to say you're either acting like the basic bitch yep. or the badass babe. Yeah, and yeah, both of them live within you. Yep. And all you need to do is step out of it and decide which one you want to be. Yes. You know what I mean? And decide because sometimes the basic bitch actually is a good thing mm. to have. You know what yep. I mean? It's going to be critical. It's going to, make you analyze things whatever else but sometimes the badass babies probably i'm assuming who you want to be those positive behaviors mm. that are pulling you forward or for blokes who might not want to be called a bitch or a babe i don't think anyone wants to be called a bitch but <laughs> either way 
Get over yourself. Yeah. For, for, for blokes like to say, am I being a sick cunt yeah. or am I being a shit cunt? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what it. would the shit cunt do in this situation yeah. that I should not do? Yeah, or yeah. what would the sick cunt do in yeah. this situation that I should do? Exactly. And if you can look at yourself every day and say, at the end of the day, was I a sick cunt today or was I a shit cunt yeah, today? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? In every single moment, hmm, what would the sickest cunt version yeah, of me yeah. be doing? Yeah. Versus the shit one. 100%. And, and then, then you've got try, the choice. And guess mm. what? It's okay if you're a shit cunt every now and exactly. then. That's okay. Everybody is. Just try to be a sick cunt more, more often. More often, yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> what yeah. a way to wrap it up. And that's all you got to do, eh? Like, just to quickly, like, wrap that up. This is a big thing that gets me in check, is doing exactly that and thinking about how's these actions going to look if I continue doing what I'm doing in, like, 12 months' time, five years' time, whatever, or how's the action, how am I going to look in that amount of time if I actually take the positive action right now? Yeah. And if you want the proof of what leads to what, just look at what you've been doing that's led to now and how much progress you've had from 12 months ago to now and think about how much you could change that if you flip that around now and start taking positive action. Like yeah. You're always going to get to a better place, you know what I mean? So if you don't want to have the same outcomes you're having right now in another 12 months – there's there's Change there's the enough actions. motivation for you right there like because you don't want to be reliving the same shit that's putting you in that state of suffering yeah <sighs> i love <Done>. it <laughs> i love it we smashed it we right. it. that we was awesome it. we fucking did it all there so man thank you so much bro it was an absolute pleasure having you in um yeah fuck i don't know what else we could go into there I mean, we'll wrap that up but yeah, it's bro, cool it was an absolute, absolute pleasure and uh man we'll share this around and share the message and it sounds guys, absolutely um, beautiful. Please share this around, guys. If you got a bit of value out of this, I, I forget to always add this in at the end there. Like, share it around, tag us in it. Um, I'm going to put um, Gazi's um, uh, links and whatever into this as well. And I think we'll, we'll chuck in that link, what you said as well, the yeah, meditation the one. meditation one. And, and we'll chuck the song in as I'll well. Put, yeah, yeah, I'll put, <laughs> I'll I'll put, put this five by Kills Which Engage. And yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give you one of my best playlists. Yeah, well. beautiful. Let's do that. But yeah, we'll, we'll put heaps of um, heaps of uh, stuff in content for you guys out of this one. But yeah, please share it around, guys. Like, Give us some ratings and reviews for these shows as well because it's what helps us grow. And if there is things that you hear out of this that you know would help people that you know as well, tag them. Share share it around. Like This is why we, we do these episodes. And like Gazi said, like you know, I'm proud of myself and proud of Gamble for, for us being consistent in this and getting up to these episodes now like i said we're getting nearly getting close to the triple digits um you know and and for people who like gazi that give his time up to come in and share his message as well you know what i mean we we do this to help everyone and, and it uplifts us and everything too so and if you're still questioning and you mm. haven't thought mm, am i going to share it am i not going to mm. do it think about it you've just got to the end of this podcast it's a right. minute 23 <laughs> and, uh, and it's a minute 24 20. right now <laughs> hour 24 oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's the longest time we've done for ages yeah. hour 24 and mm. five seconds sorry man mm. i talk a lot of yeah, shit but yeah, if you yeah. made it this far and you're thinking to yourself hmm should i share this with somebody who yeah. might get a lot out of mm. it or should ask i take you, action on the shit i've just heard as well or exactly right yes. but ask yourself this question what would a sick cunt do? And what yes. would a shit cunt do? <laughs> and now you go do with that what you will. Oh, you fucking sick cunt. You're a it. sick cunt. You can do this. Yes. <laughs> Share that shit. Change some lives, baby. Oh, Come on. Shit. Guys, take away all that energy from this. Like like he said, if you're listening still at this point, then you obviously got something from this. So share this shit around. Peace out, bro. Love you. Back at you, brother. Have a good, have a good day. It. And thank you for your time. Catch you later, guys. Peace out.